1: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Line right now from the plane dealer, Cleveland.com. She's Mary Kate Cabot. Hello, Mary.
3: Hey guys, how you doing?
2: Hey Mary Kay. we are well. Uh, we have just been chatting about the story that you put out on Cleveland.com. Joe Flacco and Zedaria Smith among Browns who will test the free agent market before returning to Cleveland. Do you think they'll return to Cleveland?
3: You know what? There, there is a chance that um, you know that they will. Uh, but, but both of those guys and then a number of others will go out and test those free agent waters because Joe would like to have a starting job. And, um, and you know, Z- Zadarius for sure wants to get paid. So um, so certainly, certainly those guys, um, you know, will see what they can get on the open market. But both would like to be back in Cleveland. You know, as I wrote, you know, Joe wants an opportunity to start. He didn't come off the couch to come sit on the bench behind Deshaun Watson. That's not what he wants ideally. So he will... Um, become a free agent, or at least test that market from yeah. the, from the 11th to the the 13th, and see see what he can get. Um, but you know, if, if it doesn't go the way that he wants it to go, then he will, um, you know, then he will sign back here. Mary Kay, or at do you, least you have oh, the chance to sign back here? Gotcha.
4: Hey, do you think there's a priority list of the Browns' own free agents where they're saying, okay, we we really want to get. This guy to come back, like Zadarius. Let's say we really want to figure out a way to bring Zadarius back. And when you look at all the free all their own current free agents, you know your, your thoughts on what that might be.
3: Well, you know, I, I think they would like to have a number of their current free agents back. There are a lot of guys on the defensive line that certainly they would like to have back. You know, you're going to want Jordan and. Mo Hurst and Shelby Harris back if you can get them back but you're not going to be able to sign every single one of them so it's really just going to be a matter of uh, those guys going out seeing what they can get getting their price set and then the Browns deciding uh, who they can get back and at, at what cost so they you know they will make an effort to get guys back but um, they're certainly not going to end up with exactly the same defenders that they had last year.
2: Mary Kay, I think it's interesting, and I think the Browns have done a really good job. Andy and I talked about this earlier. They've built a team where you have a lot of free agents, but I look at that list, and I can't think of one of those guys who if they lost them, I would be crushed and think they're irreplaceable. Now, the position, sure, you need defensive linemen, but you might be able to go get other guys to fill some of these spots. Easy way to do it, bring back Mo Hurst, bring back Shelby Harris, bring back Zedarius. I'd love to see that but I also think that they're in a really good spot where they could just fill it with other guys. Is that accurate? Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's accurate. And not only that, it's a pretty darn good year for defensive linemen uh, who are free agents or guys that you could probably acquire in a trade of some sort. So I think they're in, in good shape in terms of letting these guys go out, test the market, see what they can get, and then bringing back who they can again at the right cost because uh, I think it's a pretty intriguing defensive line free agency market
2: can i can I go back to the quarterback thing for one second you mentioned uh you mentioned Flacco in your article obviously he was one of the focal points, but you also mentioned mitch trebisky, who mm-hmm. you said the browns liked when he came out i do you think Flacco's a priority for the browns at backup quarterback or do you think a veteran of some sort who's had some success who they may like is a priority at backup quarterback?
3: I think a veteran is a priority at backup quarterback. And I think they'd be happy to have Joe. I think they'd be happy to have a number of the other guys as well. So certainly, um, you know, I I think that they probably have a, a wish list or a punch list of quarterbacks that they can go down and say, you know, let's, let's look at this guy, this guy, or that guy. And I threw Mitch in there, you know, not because I have necessarily any inside Intel at this point, but because it makes sense to me. When you really liked a guy before and you can get him now, um, you know, why not give that a whirl, especially if you know that that Joe is going to be out there looking for a starting job?
4: Um, America, what are we expecting today? What do you think he's going to say? What do you think Andrew's going to say?
3: You know, he doesn't give up too much at these kinds oh, of things. We'll ha- As you guys know, we'll yeah. have him at the podium and then we'll get him off to the side, uh, just, you know, which is the smaller group of, of main beat writers that are here, but, um, you know, I, I, I don't think that he's going to be very illuminating on many topics. That's just not how he rolls at these things. Uh, you know, there's, there's competitive advantage that you're trying to gain when you are making these roster decisions, and you certainly don't want everybody to know what you're up to and what your plans are.
2: You summed that up very nicely, Mary Kay. <laughs> <laughs> And that very was politically true. correct. Yeah, that was really, yeah, that yes. was really good. Uh, that was yeah. really, really well done. Can I, yeah. can I ask about his situation and Kevin Stefanski's situation? Do you think there's a, a time frame here for extensions for those two gentlemen? And do you think that will happen before this season gets going?
3: Yeah, I think it will happen. I just don't know exactly when it will happen. Um, you know, I thought maybe it would have happened by now, but... You know, it's certainly not something that, you know, they have to get done by tomorrow. So, um, you know, they can take their time a little bit and make sure that they are, um, you know, just getting it right and and doing exactly what they want to do, how they want to do it. And, you know, these guys have been in draft meetings. You know, there's been a lot going on. I mean, this is the busiest part of the season. So now that they haven't done it yet, I don't know that they'll get it done before free agency starts basically in earnest on march 11th um we'll have to see how that goes
4: um mary kate when when it comes to the combine itself is it i don't know is it it, maybe i look at it in a different light because we don't have a first round pick but is the combine still um what it's supposed to be does that make sense
3: you know what? I mean, it is and it isn't, and I think it's going to be interesting to see how it evolves over the next couple of years. Because a lot of coaches are starting to not show up, and some of the newsiest and most interesting stuff that comes out of the combine, at least in the early days, are these coach interviews that are all going on today, uh, and these GM interviews that are going on. We've got Kevin tomorrow at one thirty. We've got Andrew today at twelve thirty. So, you know, this year you've got Jim Harbaugh not talking. Mike McCarthy not talking, Robert Sala, Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay. Um, You know, the list is starting to grow. Mike Tomlin never talks here. Uh, Bill Belichick never talks here. So there's a a sizable chunk of coaches not speaking here, and I wonder how that's going to impact coverage going forward. If you know that your coach and GM are not speaking here and you can catch them somewhere else, maybe you don't make the trip here. Um, And then... uh, You know, when it starts to move around a little bit, you know, if they put it out, you know, in L.A., do, you know, do teams and outlets send their people there? So it'll be very interesting. It's a great spot to hold it here. Um, It's so centrally located for most people. So we'll have to see how this goes over the next few years.
2: Mary Kay Campbell joining us from the Plain Dealer Cleveland dot com. And you can read all of her coverage of the combine all week long. And uh, she certainly primed the pump with a great, great story that's out today. Ken Dorsey is the offensive coordinator, Mary Kay. I I think when a head coach calls the plays and the offensive coordinator doesn't, I think it makes it a little more difficult to understand what might change in the offense. What do you think might change in the offense with Ken Dorsey taking over for Alex Van Pelt, though Kevin will continue to call plays at least as far as we know for now?
3: Well, I think one of the things that you'll see is uh, a little bit more of that Bill O'Brien influence, which, of course, we know Bill O'Brien coached deshaun watson to some of his best seasons when he was in houston so you're bringing uh some of that patriot way some of that uh some of that drop back game that bill o'brien ran with tom brady in new england and uh, some of the things that he did with deshaun in houston i think you'll see some of that influence and i think that's probably uh, the biggest key you know he's well versed in all things spread rpo and that drop back game. So, you know, I, I, I do think that there will be uh, a little bit of a paradigm shift there.
4: All right. What are you most, uh, what are you most forward, lo- what are you most looking forward to seeing while you're at the combine?
3: Um, you know what, really just, um, I would say probably, uh, you know, defensive linemen and receivers are the two positions that, I'm most interested in here, but just in general, I'm most interested in um, kind of what uh, Andrew has to say and what Kevin has to say, and when, you, when you're when you out and about, what you can find out about what's going to happen with some of the Browns' own free agents and some of the ones that they might be interested in. Those are some of the things that capture my attention the most here.
2: Mary Kay, is there a priority list as far as free agent Compared to draft choice at, at two of those spots you're talking about wide receiver and defensive line.
3: I don't think so. I think you know you've got the uh, you've got free agency coming first and then so that kind of dictates in some cases uh, how the how the draft shakes out, but they really try to do those independently of each other so um, so yeah I'm not exactly 100% percent sure. If, you know, let's say you land a receiver in free agency, if that would preclude you from drafting one with the second round pick. I really don't think it would. I think they'll handle the draft as its own entity.
4: Mary Kay, if you were a top pick or you knew you were probably going to be a top pick, would you work out of the combine? I don't know that I would. And we know that, you know, a couple of the top guys aren't.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four.
4: Doncic. The step back three. You Music. You set my world on fire. Yes,
0: and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
3: No, I, I probably would not. I mean you know, you risk, uh, you know, you risk hurting yourself, you risk getting hurt, and you risk, you know, hurting your your stock in some cases. So I probably would not do that. I mean, if you're going to have to do uh, pro days and then all these private workouts, I think it would probably behoove you not to do that here. And that's, that will also determine uh, just how, how the combine goes over the next few years.
2: Mary Kay, last thought for you. Uh, we'll cut you loose to go get in line to talk to Andrew Barry. Tell me about Harrison Bryant and his free agency and if it means something critical for the Browns.
3: Well, I think it means that they're probably going to have to look for another tight end. Um, Do you think he's leaving? Probably. um, But you never know. Sometimes you go out, you venture forth and the market isn't there for you. So I think it will come down to, uh, you know, whether or not he can find work at the uh, price he's looking for. So, you know, he, he didn't have a whole lot of production last year and so, you know, the bronze are gonna to have to determine if they think they can do better by drafting another one or or signing one or trading for one. So I think, you know, there'll be a little there could be a little bit of a shakeup in that room.
2: Mary Kay, thank you for taking the time to be with us today. We know it's hectic for you at the Combine. We look forward to all your coverage and we'll listen for you during the Andrew Berry press conference. Thank you. Thanks, Mary Kay.
3: Sounds good. Thanks, guys.
2: Mary Kay Cabot, Plain Dealer, Cleveland.com in Indianapolis. Andrew Barry speaking at 1230. That's the expected time, but give or take, you never know. So uh, be with us as we get ready to hear from Andrew Barry coming up in Indianapolis.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?